All right, guys, what's up? My name is Brian Vosper. This is the UFC State of the Union podcast, episode number 11. Oh, man, we got UFC 279 tonight. Um, yesterday was insanity. Basically, this card went from Chemayev Nate Diaz headliner to now we got Brock Lesnar as a special referee, and McGregor's probably going to use money in the bank during the freaking Nate Diaz-Ferguson fight. But yeah, this is looking like this like went full WWE with what <laughs> what literally happened yesterday. So now I think we had the basically I guess how it started was, you know, you had the pre-fight press conference that was supposed to happen Thursday. Apparently there was some scuffle backstage. Um UFC was not equipped well enough with security back there. You had um Chimaev and Holland apparently got into it. A little bit. You had Tiki Gozen kind of breaking it up. Yeah, some water bottles and whatnot were thrown. Then you had um, Nate Diaz's squad showed up. Um, you know how he always rolls with a ton, his whole crew. And apparently they just had to cancel the whole show because then it just kind of escalated. Luck- luckily, no one was hurt. But really, what happened there, it seemed like, you know, it started with, you know, Kevin Holland and Chemayev chirping. And man, what's so crazy with this is Chemayev has gone from like hero to ultra super villain hated in the past like 72 hours. Like seriously, like he had like all the hype, everyone loved him, and then all of a sudden he just started messing up and this basically got that canceled. Um, but what really threw it over the top was he misses weight by like, it was either 7.5 or 8.5 pounds. It was something ridiculous. Like that's not even a miss. That's like straight up, just not even trying. And so if I'm giving my opinion here, I really think, cause what ended up happening, like he was like flipping off the crowd when he weighed in, he was like, Oh, that's not that bad flips off the the crowd there or the people that were at the weigh-ins and stuff and then like also like at the ceremonial weigh-ins did the same thing whatnot he got heavily booed on the uh ceremonial weigh-ins um when they finally decided to you know change up the card where now it's going to be a headliner of nate um versus tony you're gonna have I didn't know. Actually, I should have caught this. I didn't realize that D-Rod versus Holland was at a catchweight 180, but I guess that does make sense because I think that did get thrown in kind of little, kind of last minute to bolster up the card, so they agreed to do a catchweight 180. Um, but then this whole thing, just like the three fights that they ended up changing, it all worked out because they were all fighting at either 170 or 180. Even the weight miss by Chemayev kind of made things make sense because Kevin Holland weighed in for his fight against D-Rod since it was a catchweight 180. I believe he weighed in like 179 and a half. Chimaev missed weight, so he was like 178 and a half. So they're pretty close. Um, and then you had, um, you know, Tony and Nate, professional, got it done. And that, But the one thing that kind of sucks is um, I imagine all these guys to save this card – and doing that last minute, they definitely probably behind the scenes, you know, gave them all a fat pay bump. But I really hope Leach pulls it off. He's got a hard fight against D-Rod. D-Rod is underrated as heck. Um, he really, like, I want to say he's, he's, like, should be on, like, a 
15 fight win streak or something crazy would need to pull it up but um because in my opinion he did get and a lot of people feel this way that he got robbed against dalby but um but yeah what really kind of sucks for leech though is d rod it was a catch weight 180 versus holland what ends up happening is leech is now fighting d rod leech made weight for at 170 because um, he was going to fight Tony at 170. Both of them made weight. And so now I really hope Leech gets hooked up a ton. And also on Twitter, kind of it really sucks. People showed and also like embedded in everything. He had the he had his awesome suit. He was ready to rock. He was ready to rock. He had the press conference looking awesome. And then everything gets canceled. So he didn't get to show off his suit. And so, yeah, they better buy Lee. um make him like the owner of a suit factory or something with this deal because man he had an awesome suit and he didn't get a get a show it off and so but yeah this whole thing is crazy and to be honest if we're actually looking at it i i think the fights are actually a lot more even now um tony versus nate i think that's a way more even fight than chamayev nate um i think you know you know, you you had I think the majority of people were on the the side. The only way Nate was really going to win that is if you drag it out. If he's able to somehow survive the barrage from Chimaev and then maybe pass round three, going four or five. If Chimaev somehow gasses, he somehow rallies back. But my opinion on how that fight was going to go, I think Chimaev was going to try and do uh, what no one's done take take nate out in round one i know that sounds crazy with how durable nate is but if you're like trying to make the biggest statement possible take out nate in round one that has never been done before that would have like sent his stock through the freaking roof but this goes back to now it's like a ultra super villain hated uh he's getting heavily booed it's like man what the hell like why you got the UFC completely hooked you up, gives you Nate Diaz the last fight on Nate's contract, and basically sends you in as like a hitman to basically take Nate out, and you're gonna absorb all of his all of his like fans. Not obviously he's not gonna absorb all his fans, but I mean it's a similar thing to like, you know, if you want to compare Khabib Connor, when Khabib beat Connor, his like Instagram numbers like went through the freaking roof over that week um chimayevs are already pretty high but imagine what would have happened if he like destroyed nate round one um or something like that he had a highlight viral highlight reel against nate diaz like his stock would have been through the roof and he probably would have had a guaranteed title shot next um after you know leon versus uzman but he fumbled the bag and so i i really i really hate this man um i i think if i were to kind of look at some of the variables that could have led to this it was kind of weird like chamayev came out and saying that they they told him at like 4 a.m to stop cutting weight but i mean ignoring all of that i think the main variable here that chamayev really needs to be careful with is how much time he's spending with Darren Till. Uh, I really think, like, I'm a big believer the people you surround yourself with 
they influence who you become. And, I mean, Darren Till's fun. You know, they get a lot of views together, the whole Smash Bros thing. But at the end of the day, if you look at when that relationship started, that's kind of when Chemayev started getting a lot louder. Now he's like, in this situation, it's like, I don't even care. Misses weight by 8.5. It's like, dude, if you're really trying to become champ, I think you got to um, ax that relationship quick. Like, it's 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 negatively impacting his professionalism, and it's it's not going to help him in the long run, especially with Till. His back's kind of against the wall right now. He's um he's going against – so he actually got a fight announced this um, this week. He's going against Driscus um, du- Duplessis. Um, and the thing is, that is not an easy fight. And Till is in a situation where he keeps getting injured before fights. They keep having to cancel, get new opponents. He's been inactive for a really long time. If he gets, like, starched or something by Duplessis, man, it's not looking good for Till. Like, since his loss, his title loss to Woodley, he's been definitely going downhill. And that goes to what I'm saying, where, like, at the end of the day, you know, it is tr- it is Chemayev's you know choice who he wants to hang out with, but you gotta like realize like the consequences of that. Like if you're hanging out with someone who's like not caring, they're kind of on a downtrend. Um, they're pretty crazy too. You're gonna go down with that ship, and you're gonna become like them if you're not careful. And so I know I'm kind of a, a little jump in the gun there. Like Chemayev still has not lost, but. At the same time, like it's clear his professionalism is clearly taking a nosedive. And so he's got a I really hope he gets this figured out. If I'm looking at the fights tonight, again, what I'm what I was saying is fights are looking a lot more even now. I think Tony Nate is gonna be a banger. I I I think both of them are if both of them are just gonna stand and bang and it's five rounds, that's awesome. Chemayev Holland, I think is gonna go for Really, there is kind of a blueprint to beating Holland. Uh, we saw it from Brunson, saw it, saw it from Vittori. You, he he does have a weakness when it comes to wrestling. So this is definitely is not a favorable matchup for Holland. But also at the same time, we haven't seen, once he's transitioned down to 170, we haven't seen him go against someone that's used wrestling a lot. So it would be interesting to see how he, um, how that helps. But I mean... At 170, you're possibly looking at like the best, one of the best wrestlers in that division, if not the best. I, I, I still think with Chimaev, I don't think we've seen like the craziest things from him um, as far as wrestling. I think last fight with Burns, you know, that was a definite test. But his like he he in that fight, you know, Burns has one shot knockout power. So he had to play that a little more careful. He ate some bombs there. Um, also, Burns, top of the food chain when it comes to jujitsu, And so he had to be careful with, you know, take him to the ground, make sure you don't get caught in something. And so, yeah, like I think this fight, though, with Holland, I I think the, the weakness there is going to be the grappling. Um, I think Kamza, I think as long as he doesn't – I think the the way Holland wins this fight, if Holland's somehow able to get into Chimaev's head, and I mean, 
Chamayos, you know, he's been pretty clearly getting a little full of himself this past week, so we might be seeing that. Um, if Chamayev just straight up trades with him, that's where Kevin could win because Kevin can crack. And so that definitely is – that's um, Holland's path to victory if he can somehow get that. I mean, he also has underrated jujitsu. If, if, you know, Chamayev makes some stupid mistakes and gets caught in something, that that could happen. Um, Holland is a black belt in jujitsu, and Chamayev, I want to say, is a blue belt. But I kind of almost categorize it in the – in like if you want to compare it to like Khabib how he's like a white belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu it's like um it's like yeah I've, it's Khabib's a white belt but let's imagine what happens if you put that guy in the freaking white belt tournament what he's gonna destroy everyone similar situation with Chimaev he's like a blue belt in jiu-jitsu but he's like credentialed beyond belief at wrestling and um and he's training with something like some he's training with black belts all the time so it's like i mean he's not like he he technically is a blue belt but i mean he's not really a blue belt being honest and so i think um but i think those are the paths for holland for victory um and then i'm hoping leech i really hope he pulls off the upset um i i don't i want to say all these fights besides i think i'm pretty sure chamaya was a pretty big favorite um it looked like Tony and Diaz was almost a pick em. It was like flipping back and forth. Um, I, I want to say at this moment, uh, Diaz is the favorite. Um, but like when it opened, when it opened um, Tony was, I believe, the favorite. And so it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a pick em in time of the fight. And so, and then, um, yeah, but there are some, those are like, those are kind of my opinions of what's going to happen. But, it's real, really a bummer with what Chemayev did there. I mean, he really has to make a statement here. Um, and then there's also even there are some other good fights. One thing that was kind of interesting was Johnny Walker. Um, he was bringing up this past week um, about CBD, how he felt that that was actually affecting him negatively. Um, so we'll see what he really. I mean, if that that was true um someone that from my personal experience if i'm being honest uh i've struggled with you know adhd and depression and so um, i try and be i've been on medication in the past not not anymore but like um i was able to kind of relate a little bit to what he was saying where you know some people weren't taking that serious like because he was saying like all CBD has a little bit of THC in it. I have taken CBD before too. Um, and he was like, basically it was like making him super anxious. And I, me personally, when I took, I, I've only taken it like a few times. Um, I haven't, I personally to me, this hasn't happened, but I actually have heard um, that can happen to people, especially if you already have like anxiety or ADHD, you're trying to, use it to kind of like help you calm down a little sometimes it can actually backfire a little bit and so personally that's never happened to me but if i was comparing it to like medication in the past um prescribed from a doctor like sometimes you don't realize it in the moment but it actually can kind of mess you up make you act a little differently but in the moment you, you think it's actually helping you 
And so I was able to kind of relate to him a little. I'm like, huh, that is kind of interesting. I know some people were kind of trolling a little like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, no, he's making excuses. But that actually is a is a thing. I have heard that before. Some people that have, you know, anxiety, um, depression, ADHD, sometimes if they even with CBD or weed, sometimes it, their body does not react well and it can spike some things. And so maybe that is what's happening there, but we'll see tonight if he performs differently. I think at the end of the day, if I'm just like going back to who he's fighting, jo- Johnny Walker has fought some hard guys. I mean, Jamal Hill is no joke. I mean, that's like, and I mean, I think that was just a super clean win. Regard, like you can't you can't eat bombs from John, Jamal Hill. That guy's just an animal. And so, but that fight, I think Johnny Walker versus Kutalaba is going to be a potential fight of the night, in my opinion. Um, I or maybe not, I don't know. Fight of the night. I think fight of the night is going to probably be Diaz Ferguson. I see Chimaev Holland does have potential if it can stand up. Man, Lee Rodriguez, too. I mean, there's so many good ones. But um, Walker Kutalaba, I think they're just going to throw bombs. Both those guys just have aggressive styles. Um, They're going to be swinging for the fences. And so I think someone's going to sleep there. But, yeah, it's this is um, this is an awesome car. It's going to start off in a little bit. Um, I just wanted to get something out there, um, just give my opinions. And, again, thanks so much for listening, guys, for all the support. Uh, if you want to help me out, um, again, I have a TikTok page. Still kind of getting kind of a, a newbie over there. It's just UFC State of the Union. But do have a few videos that are, are getting traction and got a decent amount of likes. So, keep pumping them out over there and we're just kind of just kind of having fun with it and so yeah if you want to also send me an email if you have any feedback for me any topics you want me to talk on um ufc state of the union at gmail.com um thanks so much guys hope you're having a great day and yeah we'll see what happens with the fights tonight see ya